Yukiti strikes out seven tonight. Strikes out seven. Okay. I'm going to say he goes seven. Oh, wow. That's a bigger jump than... He goes seven on, like... He barely hits 100 pitches. Okay. Two runs. Wow. Okay. Just win. Maybe Just win, six baby. and two-thirds. He gets into the seven. Welcome back to Beyond the Diamond. We are on location at Big City Wings at Tassacita. 5324 Tassacita Road, Umble, Texas. The OG location, completely renovated, brand new bar, restrooms. Yeah, they, they put some work in here. Put some work. Yeah, it looks uh, great. Obviously, this episode is brought to you by Big City Wings. Uh, it's the fall. Astros have a sprint, college football, NFL. I'm getting the burger today. I don't know what, I don't know what you're getting. Mm. I'll probably get a burger too. Well, it's Wednesday. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, it's a burger special. day. Yeah. Shout out Big City Wings. Thank you for having us here today at Big City Wings at Tascacita. Uh, that this location. Is my, this is my, your backyard. It's my backyard. This is literally your, where I your grew backyard. Up. I went to middle school right there. Um, Timberwood Middle School. Shout out. What, what was your What was your mascot? Oh God, dude, I don't even know. Um, some sort of bird. You're a bird. <laughs> I was a Timberwolf. Oh. I didn't realize how cool mine was, but being yeah, a Timberwolf, Timberwolf was pretty, pretty cool. sick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember a what it bird. was. Some sort of bird, bird, probably. Yeah, <laughs> high school is a bird. Um, once again, thank you, Big City Wings, the Astros. Uh, we're in the wild, wild west, Joshua. Wild, wild west. It is getting intense. And then, outside of the wild, wild west, you have the Blue Jays looking ahead. Yeah, they're kind of they're, they're, they're looking they're ready to sneaking. snipe somebody off. Whoever whoever falls, they're like the lion, and they're going to get the weak in the pack. Whoever falls short, whoever gets third place in the West, is going to be taken away. It's it's interesting as we record on the 23rd of August. Uh, the first time I think we've ever had this feeling since 2016? Outside yeah. of the COVID year? Yeah, even 2018, that kind of lower year. They still kicked ass in the regular season. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah. we're in a dogfight. And saying all that, uh, you had Seattle coming into, into Houston and no sugarcoating, beat your ass. Just straight beat your ass. That was a statement series for them. They um, kicked your ass. For sure. Yeah, zero juice, zero urgency. Um, the Mariners were looked like they were playing for something. While at that point, the Astros looked like they were in an exhibition spring training. Yeah, mode. I mean, it's exactly what they said. It was a slap in the face, a wake up call. That I would have hoped that they would have already been awake, you know, a month ago. <laughs> and without this, you know, they're they're not in first. You know, they're in second. You think you'd be awake, but. I think it was what they needed to get that urgency going into September. Yeah, and, and I think everyone and we were we were at the game yesterday and I was talking to 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 Kush and Paul about this that last year was such an outlier in the sense of everything just went right and, and everything bounced your way and it was just this dominant force where when you look at it, that's just like an outlier where regular baseball is a grind and and playoffs are not promised, the division is not promised. Oh yeah, we got so spoiled. Yeah, and this, is, years. this <laughs> is reality. It's not normal to like easily win your division by 15, 20 games every year. Like that's yeah, not and, normal and at all. Seattle's young and hungry. We saw that last year w when we played them. The uh, Rangers spent a billion dollars, so you you yeah. knew margins were getting a little tight. It's not um, surprising. Not it surprising. Be surprising it be, it at all. Be. It's not like a just a random team that shouldn't be good is beating us. Like yeah, these are good teams. They're tough. And you and you got beat. And, and the the best thing that come out came out of the weekend, other than the dog day on on Sunday, seeing all the dogs at Midway Park, was Mr. Altuve, Mr. Two Thousand. Um, Shout out Altuve, 
my hero, 2,000 hits. Amazing. It's... It's funny that every national pundit on MLB Network, every writer, everyone on Twitter is now changing their tune of like, oh, he's a Hall of Famer. Like the 2000 hit barometer was the yeah. thing that all of a sudden, oh, you yeah. know. Buster Olney was, was yeah, sitting there early defending mornings. him on Twitter. Yeah. Like, early whoa. morning. I just, I'm happy that the, the tune is changing, but it shouldn't take him to hit 2000 hits to be like, this guy no. is going to be a Hall of Famer when I, his career I appreciate over. it. I For appreciate sure, 100%. It. Because when he gets to 3,000, which he will in like 2029 or something like that, it'll be, it'll be, be nice. It's going to be a cool moment. Yeah. It's it'll be, be really the, turn, cool moment. the change of opinion will be nice. Uh, also, the poeticness of Altuve, the face of the franchise, and him usurping Biggio as the face of the franchise. Is, they both got thrown out <laughs> on second in <laughs> big Mosto moments. Very aggressive base runners who <laughs> were sniffing out a double, even though Altuve's one was a little bit. Like a little bit less likely. They, uh, I don't know who's playing well, left field. It was a crazy bounce. Yeah, he and played right that bounce played it perfect. Perfectly, he played that bounce, got his momentum. Like that one was tough. Biggio's was Biggio's a little was, bit. He was, Biggio, that, was a, yeah. that was a single. <laughs> he was stretching. It, it was a hustle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the only good thing that came out of uh, the weekend. Uh, obviously, I have to touch on it. JP France, Rookie of the Year candidate. Uh, lead yep. dog in Rookie of the Year Hashtag pitch. Hashtag JP France ROI. Keep it going. Keep yes. it going. Put that in the comments as you like. Subscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Five stars. Um, JP France, Rookie of the Year. He shoved. And as he always does. As he always does. Yep. Uh, pumped to see him pitch. I believe tonight he's throwing. Um, is it tonight he's throwing? I think no, so. The 23rd. Um, but after getting swept, after getting punched in the mouth. No, Arkady tonight, France tomorrow. Kitty tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, day game tomorrow with JP on the mound. Oh, I'm gonna, no. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be on. We one. should print just one shirt for you. This is big letters, JP France Rookie of the Year. That with you the can, ticket, with you the... make sure you get on camera any chance you can. Uh, start the campaign. Start the campaign. We actually we're officially starting the campaign tomorrow. Like a grassroots. I'm gonna go around Minute Maid Park with a sign, like a Sharpie mm. sign. Yeah, and just march around. Um, uh, the player only meeting. They very a, needed, I think. Very needed. Very. Every team in every sport have player-only meetings. Yeah. So a lot of times it doesn't get back to us or, yeah. or, th or through the media, but it was very adamant that uh, Maldi stepped up, a few of the other leaders stepped up, uh, well, talking it, about it was embarrassing. Yeah, it just it's not only that you got outplayed. It's like you played yourself, <laughs> DJ Khaled style. You did. 100%. They, some of those errors were just avoidable, and some of those runs allowed were avoidable. Some of those at-bats were ugly. I mean, sometimes you need your guys to step up and say, hey, focus up, lock it in, let's get this done. 100%. And um, a lot of times, the sometimes players-only meetings are like that last hurrah, that last cry, and the battle's already lost. Uh, the New York Yankees come to mind. They had one and then have lost nine games in a row. They had one with <laughs> – Wait, uh, who was it? Somebody showing them the Boston coming oh, back. Oh, that was against, last year. Yeah, Boone, Boone. Boone. It was Boone. He was like, "Look, look at Boston coming back he against." Showed the Red Sox come back of the Yankees. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Video to the Yankees. To and then they back got the swept anyways. So, uh, but they just had a players-only meeting, and they're currently on a nine-game losing streak. I think for the first time since like '82, yeah. which is wild. Like that's crazy. 
Um, but the Astros bounce back. They take on the Red Sox, and for the first inning, I almost the top half of the first inning, I almost declared the season over. I was like, Christian Javier gave up three runs. The it's season over. is over. This meeting didn't work. And then the guys just battled. They they hung a nine spot. Those um, at bats, especially in that first inning, they came out. Yeah, they came out ready to hunt. Uh, our 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 guy Brian Lima is still on the IL. You know he was just bricked up on the uh, quality at oh, bats. Quality at bats. Quality at right. bats. Meter was. He was yelling. He was yelling. He had his Don Julio, and he was he was yelling. He was torqued with the quality at bats because they were uh, from from Breggy Maldi, um, stringing. Talk talk about Breggy for a minute. He is on fire. He talk about Julio Rodriguez being on fire. He's He's been almost hitters since the All Star break. Yeah, and he there was a point last night where he had reached in like nine consecutive at bats. Like that's I'm gonna I'm about as on fire as he can get. The the guy doesn't get obviously they're, they're talking about Tucker, Yordan, yeah. Altuve. But Alex Bragman has pitched he's, excuse me, played his ass off. He's been one of the best third basemen in baseball for a decade now. Yeah. And people still talk about him like he's some sort of bust. Like people act like, Oh, why is he hitting third? Why like it's because he's uh, he had a great twenty nineteen and people expect him to hit forty home runs every year. I don't think that's the type of player he is. I think he's a high on base percentage 25 to 35 bombs a year guy who can get to that 40 occasionally but he's playing great he's playing exactly what you want from your third baseman one of the best in baseball you have you have him at his ops is creeping up to the 800s yeah and i think he'll be way over that by playoff time. yeah i think so he's at a 3.3 war uh his wrc plus is 121 that's, I mean, that's it's, it's, that's way above average. And and what's wild is his Babbitt, his batted ball in play is 265. So he, he can regress to the mean positively, and we'll see him. He's at 20 home runs. He he'll he may flirt with 30, like you said. Yeah, 30. I th- I if think he hits 30 he, bombs called, and 100 RBIs, last podcast I called he'd get to to 30. He's at what is he at 20 now? 20. Yeah. 10 bombs. 10 in, bombs in a, in a, month, a little in six bit. weeks. He's uh you know he's got to get a little. He got to get a little hot, but. Yeah, his OPS is. So I'm doing the math in my head. His last 15 games, and 59 at bats. No, his last 30 games, and 111 at bats. His OPS is over 920. Jesus, that's yeah, that's that'll play. That's strong. That to play strong. Strong. That's a month straight of elite bat. Um, the other side is just these guys. And I, I said it last episode, and I'll say it again. I'll say it every episode we'll ever record. When the moment gets big and they got to rise up, they do. Yeah. When their back's against the wall, they just play really, really good baseball. And, and the poetic thing of baseball is the Red Sox can't field a ground ball to no, save their I life know. like they, how they we could like, against Seattle. <laughs> yeah, they look like the Astros, Astros did just last series. That pop-up, a couple, there's like two or three pop-ups that just were just missed. Yeah, and it's weird seeing that from an Alex Core team. Uh, we'll jump into Alex Core a little little bit later, but Fuck off, uh, Alex. Core it, he instilled it here of just playing defensively sound baseball, and yeah. the Red Sox haven't done that in the first two games of the series. Um, Javier is nine and two. Hey, you take you. Take, it's on the baseball it's card. It's on the baseball card. <laughs> it's you, on the baseball nine and two. Don't look at anything else, but nine and two, solid. We care about pitcher wins when it's like that. <laughs> it's 
it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, what if he ends up like fourteen and three, fifteen and three? Like he could legitimately end up like at the at the worst, like thirteen and five. Yeah, with like which a four is crazy. ERA, which is like that's a, that's a that's not a bad season. Obviously, we wanted to see better from him, and he's regressed in the past few months. But like overall. It's not horrible. <laughs> There's way it could be way worse. Could be worse. Uh, the other side too is I'm flipping. I'm flipping sides real quick. Oh shit! I'm anti World Baseball Classic now. As I'm wearing a Team wow, USA jersey. we're flipping. We're, we're flip flop. Snip snap. Snip snap. Um, because of Javier. And I think a little bit of Pena as well too. Who's actually had a pretty strong silent Pena, month. Pe- Pena's kind of figuring it out. I think playing late into October. Excuse me, into November. Yeah. Um, quick turnaround, no off season. You had all the guys <laughs> going to every event with the trophy. If it felt like every other day. Yeah. Um, then you had the quick turnarounds of WBC into spring training, and it felt like Javi was the only one that left the WBC not hitting a wall like everyone else did. And I was like, hell yes. yeah. And, and then, then he hit the wall. Later. He's definitely yeah. hit the wall, and he's grinding. And look, these guys are professionals. They don't want to suck. Um, but for him to get through five innings on uh, Monday and that win was pretty damn big. He pitched out of trouble. He was Traffic yeah. was on. I think first and second was on for like four innings in a row. No outs. Pitched out of all that. Obviously, he had a little bit of a little bit of luck there. You, I don't – if he if you play that scenario ten times, I think the Red Sox touch him up seven of those ten times. Yeah. Um, but you take it. And a win is a win in this league, and you need wins. Um, I wouldn't be surprised going into September – we see a Spencer Arigati call up, Arigetti, and then Arigetti, and then we move to not a seven-man rotation, not really some like piggybacks, some piggyback stuff where you have like you have JV and you have Framber. They obviously start, you know, they're going to start every fifth day, no matter what. But it may be France as well. Yeah, we need, but, <laughs> but for then the agenda you, for the agenda. But then you have Arigetti. Javier Brown, and maybe Arigetti, that kind of, you know, they, they, like somebody like Javier can skip a start. He, yeah. can, he can piggyback. He can, they can give him rest while he's still in, you know, regular working. They don't have to send him down or put him on the IL or anything. But they're, they're going to have a stable of arms in September to where piggyback starts. Like they shouldn't be feeling pressed on arms almost no. never. And you, you should have the quickest hooks. You should yep. it, you manage like you are in the postseason. Talking about the postseason before I jump back back on the Red Sox series, I'm on fan graphs right now. The Astros, for the first time in a long time, are projected to win the division. Sitting at 50.2%. Yeah. The Mariners are at 25%, and the Rangers are at 24.8%. I mean, all, all we need is to be close, and like we talked about last episode, the Mariners and the Rangers play each other seven times in the last ten games. We just need them to beat each other up, probably split, split, split would be split, great, and then we just <laughs> we just sneak right in there. Fugazi, Fugazi. <laughs> we just all of a sudden they beat each other up, and we are up three games and and finish it off. All of a sudden, the buy is right there. Yeah, Everything I mean, division is, is almost the division a necessity. You no. win the division. You whoever wins the division between these three teams is probably in the ALCS. Yeah, because you, that buy is 
huge. <laughs> it's so huge. Because I mean, it, you can think about it. The Mariners Rangers yeah. beat up beat up on each other. They get in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, if you don't win the division, you're in a three-gamer. Well, and it's also like very, very likely that there's an AL West ALDS. Some version of it. Yeah, some Rangers some sort Mariners, of, yes. Astros Mariners, Astros Rangers, and that's going to be... It's yeah. going to be intense. Yeah. Uh, but how to get that. Um, what do you think the computer projections are on the Ashes for wins they have them at? For right the now? rest of the, like what they end up at? What they end up at. 94. 92. Ooh. I want the Mariners are at 90. Rangers at 90.2. Um, so and it's tough when you, when you have three teams that are beating yeah. each other up. It's hard yeah. to be a 100-win team when that's happening. Uh, you'd I, if we get to 95, we win. The division. That's where I think you. I think you're gonna owe me that gentleman's lunch. I don't think we're getting 97. Is that what we agreed on? I thought I said 96. I think we said 96 and a half. Okay. Well, the, well it's on stream. We can go back. We're running back. We can run. We can run it. Look, your tweet this morning was perfect. Your t- your tweet was exactly what the Astros like need. The the bar? Bars. Was bar. It was the famous picture of my Michael Phelps swimming. He's got his head down, looking towards the goal. And the guy next to him is looking, looking at him. him. Winners focus on winning. We got to defend the crown. Defend the crown. Defend the crown. That's a bar. That's, That's a, a bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. I'll put that in the hype video. Look defend out for the that. crown. Um, no, but really, if the Astros can just focus on winning their games, don't worry about what the Mariners and Rangers are doing. If they can focus and they can try and get to ninety-five wins, the division's theirs. I think. I think whatever team gets over 94 wins is going to win the division. I, I think the Astros have been here before in some some sort of shape and manner. They've been in New York down, coming back to Houston and how to win two. They've been going to Fenway down and come back to Houston. So they've they've went to Philly. They were in Philly down 2-1. Like, there's all these different scenarios that they have been and yeah. they could pull from. And I don't think people realize that. Yeah, like – it's coach speak yeah blah 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 it's old school but you can really pull from that and i think the 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 big thing is justin verlander being justin verlander we saw that last night um he had nine punches and six innings one walk vintage Um, verlander vintage turn the clock back but justin verlander we saw for the last five years look just like the guy that won the cy young last year and not only that, so I was at the game, and oh, my parents and and Colin, uh, space fan, was with me. There was one inning. I think it was like the second or third. JV was on the mound before the batter was back in the dugout. I've never seen that in my life. Okay. He was so amped. Yeah, he's and ready I, to go. And I think he because he talked about it in the post game with with Tags and and Rome and on AC and T that. He found something, and we've been adamant on, and you've been adamant, objectively online, that if we gave this R and D department enough data, yeah, to them, be like, all right, yeah, I mean, fix this, tweak it's this. It's not work like on this. bringing in like a random pitcher. It's not like when we first brought in Verlander and had to take time to to, to make the tweaks. We had him all last year. He was only gone for a few months. They know he what stu- he was works. studying abroad. Yeah, they know what works with Verlander. So it only took a couple starts to realize, hey, this is what the Mets were telling you to do. Stop that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and go back to what we, what we know works. And it felt like 
to me, it was a lot of arm side misses that he was pushing yeah. with the fastball up. And he talked about how he was cutting more. And I think that's kind of what Javi had this year, too. He's not getting that vertical yeah. spin. And maybe that's something Verlander can tweak to Javi and be like, hey, exactly. I know you're I mean, that's, across a, the that's another bonus of having Let's, him on the staff because right. he can see things. Um, and man, that, just to see that guy compete as an ultra competitor, I mean, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. He's a, he's can, going to the Hall of Fame as a Houston Astro. I think you will. Yeah, it's wild. It's like literally wild. Can we, can we talk about uh, no, fuck off, Alex? The fuck off, Alex. Um, <laughs> a lot of people were confused and trying to figure out what was said before. The, the situation was, JV couldn't hear his pitch com. That happens a ton in games, so he was like, "I need a new pitch com." He was going to get it. Alex Cora comes out of the dugout, trying to argue that JV was faking it to buy himself time, which would be a it's part of the game. That's a gamesmanship type of it's move. Part of the like, game. We need a minute to to think this through, but there's the pitch clock, so let me do something to stall and like give myself a minute to think. But that's not what was happening. Alex Cora came out. He said, "Oh, he was shaking his head." JV was like, "I was not shaking my head." Like he was saying that he was he was hearing the signs and shaking them off. JV was like, "No, I wasn't." And then Alex kept talking shit, and JV was just like. Fuck off, Alex. Walk back to the mound, proceeded to pitch six shutout innings, and beat your team. The so. mic caught it. Blummer gave a little chuckle. I That was I the best was, part. That was the best part. <laughs> Blummer. And then they just kept talking about, ah, oh, just two friends, you know, it, arguing. <laughs> and look, I think both of them, uh, Cora in his post game and, and JV in his post game, uh, were like, yeah, it's part of the game. Like, it was just, it was just, just I, there's no, Cora there was, was no, out of the go. A lot trying to rile up his team, it did not work. But he was trying. But that's Alex, Alex Cord does that. Yeah, he did that here. He he's been doing it in Boston. I think um, he came out of the dugout more times in yesterday's game than Dusty has in four years. Dusty has <laughs> in, in his whole tenure, which different managing styles. Dusty doesn't really need to rile up his team like that. He has a team full of vets. Dusty leads with a quiet confidence, more so than getting all angry and riling up, and then. But when he does, when Dusty does come out, well, yeah, it has more of an impact. Because if you're like Alex, if you're always doing, if it, you're always, if you're yelling every game, you're coming out getting all every game, then it has yeah. less of an impact. It's kind of like that tryhard kid. Yeah, it's like, come on, like we get it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Verlander, ninety-six pitches, five hits, one walk, nine punches. How many swings and misses do you think he kept, he got last night? I don't know. I remember in the first inning, or not the first inning, like the second inning, somebody had tweeted that it was already more than he got like last whole start. I'm going to say six. 16 swings <laughs> and misses. So that's second very good. Second most of the season. Yeah. 13 on his fastball, so he's blowing it by you. Yeah. Uh, average 95.1 on his fastball. That's, that's his crisp. His season average was 94.3, so full mile power up. That's crisp. He is seven and two with a two point one seven ERA in his last eleven starts. I mean, he's just that's just, that's worth the that's worth half to Gilbert right there. That's yeah, that's, um, that's he's already. I mean, we said it before, but I love Clifford and Gilbert. I think they're going to be great MLB players. But JV is exactly what you need right now. In while moment. you have this window, while you're in this golden era, like this is exactly what you needed to capitalize and hopefully win another series, even if it's this year or next year. It looks like we're primed. And still in the wide open window. Yeah, and I, I think I think the other side too. When the Red Sox are like the only team outside the NL East that's actually dethroned the Astros in a non-COVID year. And so, yeah. like, I they're know the only AL threat. 
that's yeah, really been a, that's a been proven. Yeah. Um, obviously, the the Rays beat the Ashes in, in with no fans in the in the COVID season. Yeah. Barely, uh, too. Barely. But I know a lot of people try to make the Astros Yankees a thing. The Yankees have been a bye week in the playoffs for the Astros. It just, <laughs> what a statement! This it's, is so true. It's a bye week yeah. where the Red Sox has actually stepped up, and, and I think Astros cocky said it the most. So he put a tweet out there. He was like, "The Red Sox have really been the only rival, quote unquote, because they're the only ones that have beaten the Astros in this yeah. window." And so um, both sides. Uh, core of being the the mastermind on both ends with with trash cans and apple watches <laughs> but that's baseball baby that's <laughs> hey. just baseball um but last night i think you had uh, another quiet big moment in john singleton getting off the schneid i think huge, that huge hour huge for his confidence 90 minute between his two doubles probably the biggest of his baseball career it might have been like if he gets if he gets hot and I know he's kind of been auto outs, but he's had some. I think he's had he's, some good play visions. He hasn't had. He's had. Listen here, Brian. If you're listening, he's had quality at bats all the time. I mean, there's been a few where he looked overmatched, but that's when you know that's usually when a pitcher was on their game and they were overmatching the rest of the Astros lineup as well. But he's worked at. He's worked counts. He's walked a ton. He's had quality at bats. That's all. That's all you can ask for. And. People might get upset at him because they're like, "Oh, he, he we expected, you know, especially after the 200, 200, 200 game, the expectations were like, we now have a first baseman that's going to have yeah. a nine hundred OPS. He's going to be well, crazy. you kind of do. He's just not playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I think that's where the the negative sentiment to Singleton. Yeah. It's just anybody was not that's just taking, John Singleton. Anybody is taking that bats away from from Yiner. But Singleton's strength, and I said this when we were talking about calling him up anyways. We don't need him to be a 900 OPS everyday player. We just need him to be a quality at bat, quality left-handed at bat off the bench. Yep. You have that in the postseason. You have a pitcher that struggles. You have one bullpen guy. Imagine we face up against somebody who has a bullpen guy that's horrible against left-handed pitchers. And then, but all we have is right-handed hitters. Yep. Or left-handed, left-handed hitters. All we have is right-handed hitters. Then you have Singleton looming on the bench that you can put in, plug into the perfect moment to walk up, working at bat for a walk, or I mean, he could hit a huge bomb. Somebody like that is valuable in that role, especially more than not to hate on him, but no more than like a Bly Madris or in any of the other carousel guys that we've tried in that role. Yeah, and I and I think you're you're able to extend the bench a little bit deeper too because Abreu's looking like he could be back. Uh, Brantley, Brantley coming back. A little scoop we dropped yesterday. That better hit. <laughs> That's going to give ratio. Well, well, I mean, we kind of suspected it anyways. Yeah. But we heard a confirmation that supposedly yesterday was supposed to be his um, final or second to final rehab start. They were going to let him recover, see how the recovery went, and then potentially come back to the Astros this weekend. He's going to play series. today. He was playing today, uh, so, so the, I think today is, is the last be, big yeah. hurdle. Of and then he's going to be off tomorrow, and recover. then he could potentially be back Friday. Yep. Um, which would be great. We go to, up to Detroit. You got to take care of business there. Uh, Kyle Tucker. Another, talk, I mean. Can we talk about the man, Kyle Tucker? <laughs> if he just Shohei Otani was in the league, he's in the MVP. Yeah. I think, I, I think I'm going to be right about his. I think he's going to hit 35 bombs. We might both be wrong. He might have 35 bombs, 35 steals. He might. I, I, 
I'm a degenerate. But as soon as as soon as Shehu Itani signs with the Dodgers in an L team, Giants, yeah, NL team, I am driving to Louisiana, <laughs> putting all the and money, putting every single penny I have on, on Kyle, Kyle Tucker. Tucker to win the 2024 MVP. Yeah, <laughs> if he goes to the NL, I, I would put money on Tucker winning the MVP. Actually, it's just you just gotta hope. You, there's Judge, but you know the the train meeting an immovable object of Crane not giving a, a long-term contract and players wanting a long-term co- contract. And, and Crane has more bullets on his side because he let a Cole walk. He let a Springer walk. He let a uh, Correa walk. Yeah, he has the leverage to he say, has, I'm willing to I'm willing to do this. But there's not a player like Kyle Tucker with the offense ability of with percentage down. The durability. The, he, the durability. Yeah. It's I, not like I, a guy that's been injured. Dinged up it's not like anything. a Correa that Correct. had injury problems. This is the exception to the rule. And I hope they meet in the middle around seven years, buy out two of those Arb years. And, I think seven yeah. I think seven years is is the perfect middle. Two twenty five to two fifty for seven years is a little high on AAV, but who cares? I mean you lock this guy in for his prime. When I mean, you just got J B for free. So yeah. it's like it's like free money. You know? <laughs> so and look, Crane we're going to keep buying the $20 beers. We're going to keep oh, going to yeah. Dollar Dog Night. We're going to keep selling this place out. You're going to get they your can, money back. They can start. I know that lady has been very nice and very generous in handing out those King Tuck crowns. I can start selling them five bucks a pop. Oh, if, yeah. if, that gets me, <laughs> if that gets me Tucker for seven more years, yeah. I'll buy it. I'll you know? buy it. I will 100% you know buy it. Every home game, I will buy a, a $5 King Tuck crown. Um, But, yeah, our last segment, we're just going to – we're going to actually tease this. We're going to do, since we missed Dog of the Week this yeah. month, we're actually just going to do a show at the end of the month and give out the awards. But saying that, we're shifting to the Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. And not a Will Smith movie, not a Will Smith song. <laughs> which great, is movie. Great, great movie. Great movie. So Dude, fun. I remember when Burger King used to sell like yeah. all the, the. I remember getting the glasses at, at Burger King. I had they those were glasses. Promotions. I think movies you do promotions through fast food joints. Love it. Best Love of it. times. Um, the Mariners are knocking on the door. They're one game, half game back behind Houston. Houston's half game back from the Rangers, and the Rangers all, all of a sudden on a six game snide. And. They, they have to, to think. They have to think what the hell's going on, because this is this is where, in past years, I'd be like, "We're it's over," but they made such a smart move, getting Bruce Bochy. He's been there, proven winner. He's been there, and he he told them he said something in the media about it's time to get it's time to lock it in and get after it. And I'm like, "Damn, why do they got to have Bochy? Because that works. He's been like, there. Like he knows that's probably going to turn him around a little bit." I don't expect them to go away. I don't expect them or the Mariners to go away. And they shouldn't expect the Astros to go away. This division is going to come out into the last week. Last best, weekend series. Best probably. division of baseball. Not For the, sure. It's not the East. It's definitely not the It was Central. the East at the beginning of the year. But look. But you I don't can, I want to say now. Look, everyone out there. You drive for show. You putt for dough. These last six weeks, you're putting for dough. You gotta make your putts. You gotta, you gotta win. You gotta games. be strategic. You gotta win the games you can win. And everyone on Twitter, everyone upset about lineups, everyone upset about decisions. Fuck it. It's all about the win. I don't care if they won ten to nine and they had six errors. A win is a win, a and that's win. all that freaking matters. Yep. Lose pretty. I don't care. Yep. You have to win. 
And so at I don't this care. Point, I don't care if it's relying on a Dubon nubber single through the middle. Like Maldi last night dropping a bunt. Yeah. Dubon high baseball IQ play. We didn't talk about that. Devers. One of the sexiest bunts. And it was foul came to Hillary. <laughs> it was like, back. I think uh, if they let it roll, it could have gone foul. It could have bounced back. Yeah, it was. But they had, they, the little things. Perfect. Yeah, it's it the perfect. little things. Um, I think another thing after the ass chewing and the ass beating we got was on Monday, which was huge, other than the quality at bats and getting the guy over, getting him in, was just hustle. Maldi yeah. tagged up on an Altuve ball to center field. That, that Maldi was, probably doesn't Maldi tag was up on moving. that. Yeah, he probably doesn't tag up on that in April. No, <laughs> uh, next guy. But he can't. He can't give that speech to the team. Correct, and not do and it, and not go all out. And uh, that was impressive. Greggy gets a knock, brings in Maldi. Uh, later in the game, Jordan grounds into a double play, hustles out down the line, hard nineties. Yes, they're baseball players. Yes, they're paid a lot of money. They should be doing that. It's a grind. One sixty two. Yeah. Everyone. You got to know. You got to know when to turn it on and when not to throughout a one sixty two season, so that you're not dead yes. <laughs> by September. You're not well, it's just broken. There beats it out. Then Chas hits a three run home run. So doing the little things right in in the ball I game. For, I forgot about that. You're done play right before that. Yeah. Maximizes your wins. And look, should we have won? Been more urgent early in the season. Hundred percent. Should we have done? A more optimal lineup throughout the season, 100. That's you have to flush it's in the that. past. Pass is the past. Flush it. You know, look forward and to go to work. If the season started today, we need to win one more game than the Rangers. Yep, that's, that's, that's all you got to do. That's it. And then hopefully more than the Mariners as well. And so it's it's about now, and I think that's the most exciting thing about it because I can't remember over the last three years at Apollo. Like I hated the dog days of summer. Like I was like, yeah, because it was just kind of like we're on a they're, we're playing they're like, Oakland. Like, they got a lot oh of my God. quadruple A guys that were just yeah. like filling the, the holes in September, giving our guys this rest. Is fun. This is fun. This is fun. Obviously, it's less fun if it comes out at the end and we don't make it or we lose or it's over. But it's still the journey. It's about the journey. <sighs> yeah. and the journey is fun. Um, I do. I'm looking at the entire league. There's one team with a run differential of zero. They're literally at zero in the in the AL. They are. I'll give you a clue. They are in the AL. Zero. I just I just saw it. This is just my immaculate grid. Um. Can you give me their record? They're sixty and sixty-six. The Guardians. <laughs> Is that, that was it? good. That was <laughs> yeah. good. I was yeah. thinking a central team, and then yeah, zero. That's pretty impressive. That's it's yeah. pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all we got. The Astros take on the Red Sox tonight. That is you got the the Tigers uh, this weekend. They need to. Tigers are sneaky. They've been playing good ball. They've been playing good ball. You, you got to. You have to is, take everyone. Torkelson's on fire. Do not let Torkelson beat you. And well, you got two more. On their you pitchers. got two more. You got two more with Boston. You got a. You got Chris Sale tonight. Yeah. Breggy goes deep. Absolutely. Breggy goes deep. Absolutely. Uh, your kitties looked really well. He's throwing a, a ton of sweepers. I, I, yeah. I can't wait to see. He may. He may. Your kitty strikes out seven tonight. Strikes out seven. Okay. I'm going to say he goes seven. Oh, wow. That's a bigger jump than. He goes seven on like. He barely hits 100 pitches. Okay. Two runs. Wow. Okay. This win. Maybe this win, six baby. and two thirds. He gets into the seven. And then rookie of the year 
on Thursday JP day France. game. We'll be at the game. Come say hi. I don't know where we're gonna be at. JP France looking for the tenth win uh, against Bello, who's actually been pitching pretty damn good for the Red Sox. So two big games. Uh, try to take the series and then sweep the series. Uh, but yeah, All so right. wild wild west days. All right. Well, thank you for watching and listening to Be on the Diamond. Ghost Rose, come to Big City Wings. We will see you next time. Peace. Love you guys.